The risk of trading futures and options can be substantial. All information, publications, and material used and distributed by Advanced Trading Incorporated shall be construed as solicitation. ATI does not maintain an independent research department as defined in CFTC Regulation 1.71. Information obtained from third-party sources is believed to be reliable, but its accuracy is not guaranteed by Advanced Trading Incorporated. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. Good morning and welcome from Iowa. We are going live nine at nine. We had a great crowd out. Did we have a great meeting this morning? I think we did. We have a live crowd here. We have some coworkers from Advanced Trading. We got Joe clicking buttons. Connor B and Brady Huck built a great show. They told me I'm supposed to tell you there was exports. And we had CPI out and economic data. We have a USDA report tomorrow. And then we take off. We won't be back on Monday because Martin Luther King holiday. Connor B., Brady Huck, you boys go have a great show. If you want me to pop in for the lightning round of questions, I'll gladly join you. But uh, I'm going to go watch the show. Have a good show, guys. Thanks, Tommy. I love the picture in picture with Tommy. The man gives a speech, opens the show. He doesn't take a day off. How are we doing, Brady? Good morning. Yeah, he doesn't. Nope. No rest for the <laughs> wicked right there. Yep. Yeah. So I hear you're snowed in. How much snow we got real quick before we open the show? Well, it depends where you measure, Connor. You know, when it's a blizzard and you got 60 mile an hour winds with the snow, you've got a a trace to a. a, Oh, my new favorite word is a skiff. We've got a skiff of snow in spots and four feet in others. Uh, But what a what a mess we've had down here in the southern plains uh, with that blizzard this week. Impacted the the kill plants at the at the pack, packers and uh, slowed down kill. They're just a a, a mess. So, but yeah, and I, it doesn't seem like it's done either. Good news, Brady. We got a flash sale. First one we've had in a while. Corn to uh, Mexico, six point eight million bushels of corn. Would have liked to see some beans to China, but we'll take it. Right. Good to see some nice flash sales. Other news we had. Tommy touched on it. Is we've got holidays monday markets will be closed sunday night monday open monday night as well three-day so weekend after a big report tomorrow three-day weekend absolutely yep and i think we'll we'll be uh digesting that tomorrow morning looking at the looking trying to look at the facts of that report and then also going live i think as long as it works out we'll be going live during the report trying to break it down in real time and so yep. let's jump right into it first thing i had in headlines brady is we talk a lot about this. It's an election year. It's election year in the United States. It's an election year almost everywhere. 60% of the world's economic output, more than half of its population will hold elections this year. And the big one that we're going to see this weekend is going to be Taiwan. Little country, big ramifications with the election. So we'll see. We'll see what that entails and we'll break that down hopefully next week. So we've got Black Sea drama. We've got Middle East drama. Let's go in and throw the the trifecta in there and some Taiwan Southeast Asia drama into the mix. Why right. not? It never it never ends. <laughs> Absolutely. Other thing, Tommy touched on it a little bit. CPI data month on month up a little bit. 0.3 versus 0.2% expected year on year CPI data was sitting at 3.4, up a little bit from 3.2. And so what this tells me, Brady, is that. Uh, everything the Fed's done, what we've seen, right? Inflation isn't quite going away yet, right? We're seeing it ticking up just a little bit. 
Yep, 3.4% inflation still there. Not It's 3.5% higher than a year ago. So everything costs 3.4% more than it did a year ago. Almost. Absolutely. Yep. yep. Ethanol, break this one down for us, Brady. Yep. Uh, production, product, we had an ethanol port each week. We get kind of a, a weekly WASD for ethanol, um, and production was has been pretty pretty strong on ethanol. I think it's supportive of, and some analysts are maybe looking for upward revisions of the USDA's ethanol number um, going forward in the ethanol grind. Will that be offset by a reduction on exports? We don't know, but it's always good to see ethanol production um, high. We're domestically consuming that corn crop and working through those bushels. Uh, but got to watch the stocks as well. And I don't think the driving season is real hot right now. Um, got to watch how how big we build these stocks um, on the ethanol right. side of things too. Yeah, that's a great point. I looked at that number and I was like, oh, here we go. We got some bullish data on corn. We got to throw that in there. But great point. Make sure to watch the ethanol stocks and see how you much can make it. We got to burn it too, though. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully it would be nice to see maybe some de- a little demand bump in ethanol on the report Friday. So hopefully yep. we see something in there. And so uh, moving right along, uh, you had a nice overlay. Let's yeah, talk corn volatility. Yeah, corn bring volatility. that up. Um, got great graphics here. I'm not sure if this was from Nate Mangold or Kelly Herrick. Uh, both, both of them put similar graphics together like this. But this looks at uh, volatility, uh, the three-month implied volatility in corn versus the five-year average and last year. Um, and you can see that on the bottom left side of that chart, that little bitty green line in 2024, we are historically low volatility um, for this time of year. And we tend to see that kind of increase as we get into the growing season, deeper into the growing season. So what does this mean to you, the farmer? It means op- options and option ownership is cheap, inexpensive versus where it has been historically. Um, pretty easy to go in and defend your marketing decisions uh, with some options. Um, Absolutely. And so yeah, and looking at just looking at the five year average, we do see some historical little trend up. So it'd be interesting to see post report if we don't see volatility um, mm-hmm. jump a little bit. We'll see yeah. there. Yeah, that can yeah markets uh, markets are going to move right. Things are going to change, and uh, we just need a catalyst. What will that be? Will that be Friday's report? Will it be something else? Who knows? Right, absolutely. And so I'll tell you what, uh, if we're looking for a move up right now, we got corn bouncing a little bit, which is good. We're still down two cents, beans up four. Not big movement. I wouldn't expect much before the report. Uh, one thing we're looking at, South America, right? We've we've been hitting this point home. Um, uh, this afternoon, uh, our head of research, Cesar Cruz, and myself will be breaking down fundamental. I imagine he's going to talk a little South America. But real quick, looking at Brazil, Argentine corn production, Argentine. Tina right now, uh, the Rosario Grain Exchange came out and said, we're looking at a record corn crop out of uh, Argentina uh, in 2024. Combine that and let's look at South America as a whole. We've still got a big corn crop, right? Uh, Conab dropped corn production a little bit yesterday, but as you can see, we're still outside of yes of last year. We've got a big, big corn crop coming out of South America uh, pending weather issues. Yeah. I, the only color I would add there, Connor, is, you know, the Argentina crop is, you know, that's finishing up. But the Brazil crop, you know, two thirds of their production is safrina corn that hasn't even been planted yet. Um, right. Lots, lots of stuff can change. But um, that per- increased production there in Argentina, adding and uh, offsetting right. any first season losses in, in Brazil. Absolutely right. Yeah. Th- this is the number that they're putting out. Long way to go before that realizes. Mm-hmm. And so. Other than that, I think 
Oh my gosh, uh, longtime listener, first time uh, commenter, the Ag Bull Podcast, Brady. How did your cattle hold up in the storm? Well, we got through it. It was, uh, it's been tough, and this is just the first wave. This is the snow, the blizzard. We've got the cold conditions coming up going forward. Um, hopefully, not the wind, and, and hopefully, the worst of it's behind us. The blizzard was was nasty, um, but you know, ranchers across the country, they're they got to deal with the elements. There's no hiding from the elements. Um, you know, whenever these things happen, an ounce of protect prevention is worth a pound of cure, and you know that applies in. Uh, in farming and ranching, I think it applies in marketing as well. Um, but and, and what what did you send me? You were telling me about with these uh, bad weather condition, the Packers right there closing. Is that just a short term news headline, or is it any? You know, are we looking at any ramifications? I, that's a good question. Good point. Um, yeah, we had um, a, just a mess in Dodge. Dodge City's got two packing plants, and we had a mess of traffic at shift change um, on when that blizzard rolled in. It just rolled in at the at terrible timing when shift was changing and backed up traffic. You had people sleeping in the parking lots at uh, at Car- Cargill, um, their local plants <laughs> in Dodge City wow. uh, for 10, 12 hours. Uh, just crazy. Um, but, but they did cancel kill the next day, um, that first shift, and that set back the kill for the week. Um, so they bought cattle for the week and they, they still got to work through those cattle that they bought and, and get them killed. They're, you're going to see some increased Saturday kill here um, to, to get them caught back up. And I think those packers are more worried about getting through those cattle right now versus going out and buying next week's cattle and getting next week covered. Um, so, but you kill less cattle. Does that trickle into boxes? Do you have more? you know, demand for boxes, it's kind of creates some convolution in what these markets are going to do. Um, but I don't think it helped us work through the front end supply issue with that stuff. Um, but we'll, we'll see what, what happens here. Gotcha. Good deal. Well, I think unless, uh, unless Tommy wants to jump on, um, let me pull that in there. I think we'll, we'll go ahead and end the show. Feel free. Uh, we'll be digesting the report tomorrow. Give us a call, send us an email, And Tommy D. Joe, if you want to roll it, everyone have a good Thursday. See you, Brady. See ya. Thanks for joining us. We're here every day, 9 a.m. Central. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll see you next time.